On today's episode of Locked On 76ers with Tyrese Maxey nearing a return, we wanted to talk about where does he rank with the rest of the young guards in the NBA. We'll break it down next. Give our opinions right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co-host and partner from the Inquire.com Sixers beat writer, Keith Pompey. Keith, what's happening, man? What's good, D? How you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Thanks, everybody, for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On. 76 as well we want to talk about a lot of Tyrese Maxey today not only where he ranks in the NBA amongst the other young guards but also his fit when he does return possibly as early as this weekend against either New Orleans or Oklahoma City Thunder we want to get into where he may fit and also when he does come back who's going to be hit the biggest in terms of their minutes impact wise with with the team We'll get into it all. I'm going to spend some time with you today on this Thursday, on this day off as the Sixers play on Friday. But Keith, this league right now is uh, littered with a lot of young talent at the guard position, a lot of young talent overall in the NBA, but specifically with the guards, since we're talking about Tyrese Maxey. And I was very curious as we talk about him so often, he's he was second on the team in scoring before he left with the foot injury, averaging over 20 points a game. And we've seen so many outbursts with the 30-plus playoff performances, so many good things that we have seen. Uh, We don't say many bad things about him, and we think he's very talented. Some even talking about all-star births before, you know, he went down with the injury, if it was sustainable to maybe be in a conversation. And we even had a conversation about it, saying that there may be too many guards. But the fact that we were talking about him in that light says how talented he is. So where does he rank right now with some of the other young guards specifically in the NBA right now? And we can run off quite a few. So where do you feel he ranks when you bring up Tyrese Halliburton with the Indiana Pacers, one you brought up uh, before we came on? I mentioned Anthony Simons over in Portland, also another young guard. And then you think of Jalen Suggs, Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, these young, talented guards that are out there, where do you feel he belongs in the conversation? No, it's still really, it's still too tough. It's still tough for me to, to say it because he missed so many games. I mean, I know he had a lot of quality games, but when you look at all their situations, it's completely different. And, and what I mean by that is, um, you know, a, a guy like these guys have been lottery picks and, a lot of them went on struggling teams where they had to be the guy. Whereas Maxi has shown flashes that he can do it, but for the most part, he's been able to play with James Harden, um, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, to whereas he's had a, a, a great supporting cast that enabled him to fulfill a role. I mean, I think he has a lot of potential, but it's hard for me to like rank him 
you know, in regards to some of these other guys. I mean, because I just really don't know what their numbers would be like in a similar situation. You know, like right now, I can't say that, you know, he's better than, you know, LaMelo Ball or Anthony Edwards. Um, but I also think that they're two completely different guards, you know what I mean? So it's not fair to say that about him. Um, you know, like a guy like Cole Anthony, who was ranked higher than him, I would have to say that he's better than him. The thing about Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, we look at him, but you can argue and you say right now, if they had a redraft where Tyrese Halliburton was the, uh, what was he? he? He was like the 12th pick of that draft that they were in 2012. Right. You can argue that he could be number two or number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, behind Anthony Edwards or, or you know, LaMelo Ball could be number two or, or Halliburton being number three. So right now it's tough for me to basically say, like, if Maxi is better than these guys. I think in a lot of instances that, you know, Maxi's in a better situation, but also at the same time he's in a situation where he's not being afforded some of the opportunities that these guys are at because they don't have, the supporting cast or when they came in as Maxi. So it's a tough one. It's a great conversation to have, but it's tough for me to gauge how good, how he compares to a lot of these guys. Well, as far as the, like you said, if there was a redraft and we put Tyrese Halliburton pretty much very, very high at the, at that top level, we're probably talking about Tyrese Maxi also being somewhere in that top 10, uh, along with he and Desmond Bain also on the back end of that draft that year. Uh, at the wing position, well, guard slash wing position, he'd probably be up there w- with those with those other guys. And of course, we know that year, uh, not having the benefit of playing in the NCAA tournament because that's when the pandemic struck and didn't allow those players to to perform and maybe boost their stock like Maxi. We often discuss of how if they had that tournament, he would probably be somewhere higher than where the 76ers selected him in the 20s. So, I mean, right now, though, when, when I look at them and I, and I look at you're right, because there are different situations, there are different styles of play. Uh, Jalen Green is a talented player with the Houston Rockets that's playing 30 plus minutes and having the ball all the time. The offense run through he and Kevin Porter, and now they're mixing in Jabari Smith Jr. also and, and trying to figure it out. Uh, but what, what I, I, I feel like I like more of how. While Jalen Green might be more talented with some of the things that he can do, more of a natural jump shooter than Maxi has been, I feel like with Maxi, it seems based on the situation as you talked about, he seems like he he can be more of a winning player that I feel like I can trust in the game than I can with Jalen Green. Now it's still very early for him too, and his situation is totally different. But that's just seeing how it looks. The, the Cole Anthony part that you spoke about, it's two similar players. I like how Maxi plays better than Cole Anthony. And while they both had success in this league very early, I would lean more towards Tyrese Maxey. Uh, Jaden Ivey just came in from Purdue. Very talented. Again, similar type of player. Uh, played the point guard position in school and stayed in school longer, but very fast pace, high speed. Uh, gets up the floor in transition really, really quickly and finishes at the rim under control, explosive with the basketball. Right now, I would probably lean more towards Tyrese Maxey. I mean, the body type that Jaden Ivey has is is something that 
you wish Maxi had a little bit more build to him in terms of his height and his build and being able to take and absorb a lot of that contact. I would probably lean Maxi right now uh, when looking at these guys and Anthony Simons and Anthony Edwards, as you talked about, more wing guys than they are necessarily as we talk about the guard position, more point guard stuff when we speak about the guards, because now when you're anywhere playing that type of role, you're a wing. And for, for all intents and purposes, you could also say Jalen Green is probably more of a wing right now than anything. Ben Matherin from this year. Also, I like Jalen Suggs a lot coming out of Gonzaga as a point guard, and he's definitely more of a point guard than Tyrese Maxey. Uh, but based on their careers, I would take Tyrese Maxey so far. And it, it is a fun conversation to have and to know that the Sixers do have a very talented young player in their in their system, in their organization, and could maybe do some things for many, many years to come. It, it's it's it, we, I wish he didn't get hurt so we could see a little bit more. And look, his injury doesn't do much for me in terms of looking at the rest of the players because I've seen a lot of Tyrese Maxey already and he was already really good before he went down. So it's a fun conversation to have about him and where he ranks in the NBA at, at this point. When he comes back, we'll find out how good he is and what else he can add to this team. Yeah. That's the something thing, that we're going to address next. The one thing I'll just say this, the one thing, this is the only thing is, and I like what Maxey does, but this is the one thing I'll say, all those guys that you named, all those guys that you named, you know, your 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 cousin, I keep calling him your nephew because he's so mm-hmm. younger than you, but your cousin is a first-team all-defensive player. Mm-hmm. When he plays all those teams, all those guys you named, that's who your cousin guards. That's his assignment. They draw him. Mm-hmm. When your cousin plays the Philadelphia 76ers, his assignment is James Harden. You know what I mean? So the thing is that, you know, that that's the only thing that, like, again, I love what Maxie does. And I think the only reason why Maxie fell was because he's a 6'2 two guard. You know what I mean? He's a small two guard, really. But the only thing that it gives me is like, is kind of like these guys are being, or even Jalen Ivey, all of them, they have tougher they're drawing tougher defensive assignments than Maxi, and it's not Maxi's problem. It's just that he's playing with a perennial All Star. Then later on, they may say, "Well, maybe we got to switch it." But at the initially, you know, it just seems like his path might be a little bit easier. And that's not a knock against him. It's just that since these guys are the face of their franchises, they just get tougher assignments. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And since he does have the luxury of playing with these other guys, they have to check him first. They're the proven all-stars. They're the proven Hall of Famers with James Harden, in his case, the 75th anniversary team. Yeah, you're going to have to put your better perimeter defender on them, maybe to slow it down. And also based on your personnel of how you can mix and match and have these different defensive combinations to decide where they go. But we, we know he's a talent here in the city. And he's very good, and he's one of the better young guards in this league. Very curious to see what level he gets to. When he comes back for this team, uh, what will it mean? What will it look like? That's something that we're going to tap into next. What should we expect from Tyrese Maxey? We'll discuss that next right here on Locked On 76ers. I do have to tell you all, though, 
as we hang out with you on this day. I have to talk to you about what we are looking at here in terms of when you start to talk about your typical budget for the new year. You're looking at the new year and you're looking at a situation where you want to make sure that you're trying to save a little bit of money. You want to save, you want to budget your money better. Well, you need rocket money. And to say goodbye to the last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your funds and say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they simply forget about, like the streaming service you bought just to watch one show on or that free trial that you never use. You get the emails, you get all those things, and you kind of ignore them, maybe toss them in this other folder and into the trash, and you kind of move on. Well, no, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away. Cancel those unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash on slash locked on MBA. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on NBA. Go save that extra money, folks. Do it now. Do it now. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Make sure to check out. Locked on sports today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked on sports today, it's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Keith, when Maxi does return as early as potentially this weekend, uh, what should we expect from him uh, coming back here for Doc Rivers' club? You know, it, that's a great question. You know, a lot of people are saying, um, you're going to bring them in slowly. We're not going to play them a lot. They're not going to do this and that. But if you base everything off of like what uh, they did with James Harden, it's going to be one of those things I think he's going to play. Now, again, I think it's going to be one of those things where we're going to figure out what he looks like, how he plays, and, and adjust to that. But I think that right now the Sixers don't have a choice. Like Just like they James, like, you know, we're looking at this team there in fifth place. They they look like they have a lot of holes comparable to other teams. So I, I think, I hate to say it, like, it's one of those things where, yeah, you can bring them along slowly all you want, but at the same time, you got to figure out what, you, what, what, what what your team is like, what you have, you know, what you have moving forward. And he is a young guy, and let's face it, you know, he, he's a guy that, they're taking their time, bringing him back. You know, we keep saying he's out with a broken foot, but his foot isn't broken anymore. It's like, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't have the boot on. He's out there playing and in, uh, in, in scrimmaging with these guys. Um, I just think that what they were doing is they already gradually brought him back and they won't play him unless they're 100% sure that he's ready to go. So I feel as if that he's going to play. I feel as if that, He's going to bring some explosiveness and do some things that he did before. And what they want is, you know, they want to get him out there and have him attacking like he used to. Um, so that's what I think we're going to see from him. I honestly do. That's what I think. 
Uh, well, I'd be happy with that because, again, as we talked about in that first segment, we know how talented the guy is. So if, if that's what he's going to bring to the table, then let's have at it because he's super talented. He brings a different dimension to the team. They need that extra consistent score. As much as we like DeAnthony Melton, Tyrese Maxey coming in and dropping his – Let's forget about the 22. Let's just say he gives you that 16 on average and gets to that 22 or gives you something a little bit more – then that's that's much needed on this basketball team. They haven't had much of a problem scoring as of late, but when you do get into that rut, like we did see a little bit on Tuesday night against the Washington Wizards, someone like Tyrese Maxey who's just simply able to go and get you a basket. And that's where a lot of people were talking about, should he come off the bench? Should he start? All of that coming off the bench, part of the reason that people make that that claim is because of the fact that he can come in and just fill it up. Uh, right out of the gate. So I, I'm i with you. I think you just simply put him back out there, let him be himself, let him start. There will be a minute restriction. I understand that. They'll ease him back in. But some point next week, I'd imagine that they would just let him go out there and play the normal amount of minutes that Maxie has been playing before he went down. So not expecting much any different than what we've seen from this young, talented guard before he went down. So very, very um, uh, happy to see him back whenever he does come back and hopefully it's as soon as Friday against the New Orleans Pelicans. And they have a very talented team there too with the amount of guys that they have there under Willie Green. Yeah, they do. They do. They yeah, it's going to be a good one. And you get to see them, what, Friday, Saturday? So you get to see them Friday and Monday uh, as the Sixers go to New Orleans on Friday, back here in Philadelphia on Monday to host the New Orleans Pelicans. Hopefully, Maxie's back at that point. All right, when we come back in our final segment, we want to talk about who is going to suffer a bit in terms of their minutes when Maxie does return. We'll tap into that next right here on Locked On 76ers. And I got to tell you, as we wound, you know, round back into our normal form after we get past the New Year's, a lot of people are still off for the holiday, They're spending time with family and friends. You don't have work, you're just simply having a good time celebrating the holiday season, and then, of course, the new year. Well, you're hanging out with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks, and a few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, and then you say, nah, I'm fine. I live nearby. It's not a big deal. I can make it home. It's going to be no problem. I'll get there okay. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? Well, there are big odds, and even so, what's the worst that can happen? Well, your insurance could go up lose your license going into the new year or even bigger your job your total or car or maybe even bigger than them all and that is taking someone's life well everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk the results are tragic and often deadly however that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers i hope that's not you that's out there on the roads to save lives so if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. It's very simple. Drive sober or get pulled over. Over. I hope that everyone takes that into account as we round out this, this week. And, of course, going into the new year, have a great time, but just simply make a better decision of driving safe. Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back to Lock On 76ers. He's Keith Pompey. 
I'm Devon Givens. We are locked on 76ers. Keith, who is the prime candidate or candidates who will suffer the most when Tyrese Maxey comes back in terms of the minutes? In terms of minutes, I'm going to have to say it's going to have to be Shake Milton, right? I agree 100%. You know, because, you know, you think about it, you know, when the Sixers, last time the Sixers were at 100% was uh, 26 games ago, right? In the last 25 games, Shake Milton. Yep. Last 25 games. 27 to 12 points. You know, shooting 51% from the field and on three. And we've seen his minutes, you know. uh... Yep. Well, listen, man, Shake Milton just doing his part and he has played a big time role for this basketball team. But as of right now, to your point, I agree with you that he is the one that's going to suffer the most. Melton will go back to the bench, but he'll still play his 25 minutes a night and maybe even extend that a little bit longer. And I believe that's going to be the case, but shake Milton is the one that I do think will suffer the most uh, from this one. So, Hey, I mean, I I think that he's he's going to be the one, and that's the one that's really going to uh, be a problem in terms of the minutes. But I also think he's done he's done more than enough, and to to still be in Doc Rivers's favor for what he's doing and what he has done while the other players were down, and I hope that he doesn't just totally ignore him. And I think. I, I think that if he can if he can continue to play at the level that he has been off the bench, then he'll still he'll still you know he he'll still be able to be involved in, in it, and I think that he'll play a role. I think he'll I think he'll be uh, able to still contribute to this team even when Tyrese Maxey comes back, and uh, should be pretty good. But uh, we thank everybody for spending this time with us on this Thursday. And uh, we'll check back in with you tomorrow as we preview the Sixers and the Pelicans. Thanks for making this Locked On 76ers your first listen today. Now make Locked On 76ers your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders Locked On Sports Today podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You can catch Keith Pompey at Pompey on Sixers uh, on Twitter. I'm Devon G at, at Devon G975 on Twitter. Make sure you read Keith on the inquirer.com and you can check me out on my uh, weekly radio show on 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia from 6 to 10 or surrounding the Sixers games uh, as my schedule goes going forward. So have a great rest of your Thursday. Keith and I will talk with you uh, tomorrow as we get ready for the Sixers and the Pelicans right here on the Locked On 76ers. Have a good day.